up, citizens? It's Vincent Jones, aka Citizen Jones, here with another episode of Quarantine and Chill, a daily podcast where we talk to LGBTQ people from around the world, learning more about their story and how they are experiencing the coronavirus pandemic, or what I affectionately call the zombie apocalypse. So grab a drink with or without alcohol and tag a few friends on the socials to join you for this kiki. And let's quarantine and chill. You know you can't go nowhere. Hell no. Hello there, Stefan. How are you doing in Germany? Hey, I'm good. (laughs) Guten Tag. (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. And now remind me, you're you're not in Berlin, right? I, I forget your exact city. What city are you in? I don't know. I'm in Nuremberg. Nuremberg. Oh, that's where the Nuremberg trials were after World yeah, War II. True. Right? Yeah. So what's Nuremberg like? Tell us for the quarantine chill people who don't know what's Nuremberg like and especially what's the gay life like there. I mean, Nuremberg is a quite small city. It's about five hundred thousand people there. So mm-hmm. the gay life is not as big as in other um German cities or bigger cities. Mm-hmm. It's okay, but like compared to LA it's boring. <laughs> I oh. mean, there are a few gay bars, but it's nothing to get too excited about. <laughs> and um, and um, and then what's it like generally? Is it by the water? Is it by the mountains? Is it generally cold, kind of warm? What's this? What about that? I mean, today is sunny and nice and warm, but in the winter it's uh, quite cold. Uh-huh. And it's, um, I mean, it's near Munich. So I think most of the people that know Munich, they know the Oktoberfest. So that's where it's located. Gotcha. Okay, that's helpful. I do know Munich. Um, and um, so speaking of, you said it's very cold there, but let's switch something a little more hot. Um, but before that, let's, let's take a little a drink. What, what, are you, what are you drinking right now? I'm having a skinny margarita. Oh, and I'm having a modified mimosa. So cheers. Oh, nice. <laughs> cheers. Or, or wait, um, you say prost, no? Prost? Uh, Prost, yeah. Prost, yeah. I know a little bit about something. Okay, let's get into hot topics. Oh, that's hot. So um, I'm going to ask you a few questions or or put out a few topics and we'll just discuss. Um, One thing that's been going on in the news is a lot of pride festivals have been canceled because they're happening in June. People don't know if it's safe to gather. But there's been a move to have a virtual pride at the end of June. What do you think about moving Pride to a virtual event? Do you think it's the same, the same feeling, same, the same kind of experience? I mean, it's definitely not the same, but if they have to have been canceled, then it's a good alternative, I would say. I mean, like right now, we, my husband and I, we quite enjoy the online parties because there's mm-hmm. nothing else to do. So. Good music and maybe some drag show online is better than just watching Netflix the whole day. So, um, so if they if they have to uh, if they uh, got cancelled by the government, then I would say yes, a virtual Pride would be a good alternative. But also, I, how... I mean, June is sorry, mm-hmm. quite far away now. So hopefully, maybe they can still. Do something because I'm trying to imagine like how would they how would they even be able to do the parade part of it virtually? So would it would just be the performance and the party part of it? Yeah, that's true. 
so I, I saw some drag shows, but I mean, yeah, so it would be like every like part of the parade would be from a different living room. <laughs> I, mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> which can be, I mean, it's better than nothing. So, and definitely better than, than like no pride because it's important to do. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. No, it'll be, I think it'll be very interesting to see what they end up doing um, to be able to create the experience because I guess they'll be trying to figure out what really is the essential part of pride and how do we create that in a virtual experience? Because I think a big part of it is for people who are not um, out to be able to, or not out fully or whatever else, to be able to kind of find their tribe and to be surrounded with people who are like-minded and who are also LGBT and can feel celebrated. And then for for family and friends to show their support. Um, so it's interesting to figure out how they, to see how they figure out how to do that, I think. Yeah, that's true. Something else that's been in the news is that people have been having a hard time finding yeast in stores because people have been baking so much while they're on quarantine. Have you been baking a lot or cooking a lot more than usual? <laughs> I've definitely um, have eaten a lot more than usual. <laughs> um, and yes, um, so normally I don't bake. But since this whole coronavirus madness, I started baking. <laughs> um, but so far, so I, I was able to get everything I need. But my cake recipes are very disappointing. They're mostly low carb, low fat, low sugar. So, <laughs> oh my god, that sounds like that sounds like a, a torture. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully, I mean, hopefully they, they don't taste as bad as they sound. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So, so the wisdom. What's what's your favorite one? What, what cake has been popular with your husband so far? Normally, my husband loves uh, whipped cream. <laughs> right. But um, <laughs> so I made I made uh, um, a raspberry cheesecake last weekend, and he quite liked that that one. And you made that low carb, low sugar, low low everything. Yeah. Okay, you have to share that recipe. So you have to I will, send yeah. me that recipe and I'll share it in the show notes for this episode. People can I will, themselves. Yeah. And maybe we can have a little bake off and see and see who makes the, the prettiest one of some sort. <laughs> oh yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm up for that. I love it. I love it. So let's learn a little bit more about Stefan, who you are, what makes you tick. Um so so tell me, so are are you from Germany originally? I'm from Germany. I grew up in a, a little village and then later moved to Nuremberg. And that's where my husband and I are living now for like seven years, I think. And, and, and when did you guys get married? How did you guys meet? So um, it's a quite funny story. So we met on a double date. So I was my, with, my, with my ex-boyfriend at the time and he was <gasps> with his significant other. <laughs> and then Gandalo. we... Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, we just wanted to get to know each other, like show our partners. And then, yeah, we were more interested in each other than in our partners. <laughs> and a few weeks later, we started dating. And yeah, now we still so you together. Left, you left out a whole bunch. So let me ask you a few more follow-up <laughs> questions. So there are always follow Questions. <laughs> always, because always, that is that is that's some that's some juicy situation. So, <laughs> did you guys um, 
know initially and did your partners know initially that you guys had a spark? I think we, yeah, I think we know, we knew, but our partners, I don't know. Of, as a, uh, of course, I was still together with my boyfriend for the next weeks, but Andy and I started talking and then we went out with, with our boyfriends at the time. But then at one point it was just uh, clear and yeah. I mean, that was one funny story. <laughs> we went out partying all together and I got really, really drunk. <gasps> Uh-oh. And we went home, I with my boyfriend and he with his uh, friends. And the next day I woke up and uh, I lost my iPhone. And I was like, oh, fuck, where's my phone? And my boyfriend was at work. And so I logged in into the uh, laptop of my boyfriend mm-hmm. and got on his Facebook and searched for uh, my husband. And I texted, so I, I was new to Nuremberg, the party was in Nuremberg, and I didn't know where anything is, so I couldn't find my own way to the club because I was completely lost. And then um, I texted him, oh, I lost my phone, can you help me? And then he helped me um, search for my phone, and we went to the club, and yeah, that was probably our first date. We never found my iPhone, but I guess we found each other. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. That's one of the best stories I've ever heard. It's almost like Frankie, <laughs> like Frankie and Frankie and Grace. Do you know that show on Netflix? <laughs> oh yeah, I love them. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so you've been together for seven years. And um, what? Um, so I know you have a. a I love following you on Instagram and all of your oh, videos you. and stories, and now on TikTok. But um, but what? Um, what do you? So um, what do you do besides being um, a very fun person on social media? Uh, I officiate weddings. <sighs> Really? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> um, gay weddings or all kinds of weddings? All kind of weddings. Yeah. And how did you get into that? I think it was like after our wedding, our planning our wedding was so much fun, and mm-hmm. the lady that officiated our wedding, she did great. But after it, I thought, oh, maybe. I mean, there's always something you can do better, and I was like, oh, maybe I can do that, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. yeah. I started and it's going great. I mean, lots of people getting married and lots of people have a complicated relationship with the church. And mm. so uh, I don't know what it's called in English, but in, in, in German, it's like a free wedding. Like you don't go to the church, it's just with a wedding speaker. And that's what a lot of people are doing now. So, yeah. Now we call that, we call it, like a, I guess, a secular wedding or because there are a lot of people in the U.S. that have their friends um marry them and i guess you they can be get registered to be an officiant um for the ceremony and um and but yeah but it's more special that way to be able to have somebody who they know um, rather than um some a religious leader who they have no connection to what um yeah. how how has your business been affected by the coronavirus have people been still getting married i mean the wedding season in germany is starting in may mm-hmm. so yeah so some of my um clients uh think about canceling the wedding or just postponing to a later date mm-hmm. but kind of affecting me but i mean i'm pretty understanding of the situation so i just try to figure out a different date with the, with the couples and then it's going to be fine yeah and so and then if they do continue on in may and if you still have a quarantine in Germany, you would just do it virtually or would you still 
go to uh, go to them or, or they'll come to you and you have masks and social and, and be socially distant how would that work i mean the campus i uh, talked to um so they, they have everything booked like their location their food their drinks everything but if the location says so we're not allowed by the government to do it then it will be postponed to a different date and then i will mm-hmm. try to figure out with the location with every one they booked um to postpone everything so that the couple has has um like like the costs they plans hopefully right. stay the same but just with a different date right oh so you so you plan the wedding too i did it too yeah so you're like, some couples just like, need me as their wedding speaker and some couples uh, uh, like j-lo do the whole thing wedding yeah like j-lo and the wedding planner <laughs> yeah <laughs> So and, and how I know um, Angela Merkel has been, you know, pretty um, clear and direct, and and I think in some ways compelling, um, even to people who are not German, um, about what's happening. How what are things like um, in Nuremberg and in Germany in general right now with regard to the coronavirus? I mean, it's it's pretty strange. Like everything is closed, like literally every <laughs> everything. I mean, restaurants. I think they. They are allowed to, um, of course, uh, sell food, but only um, with delivery. But mm-hmm. they are like the only thing that's open is hospitals, doctors, and grocery stores. Mm. So it's pretty dead outside. <laughs> um, I mean, you are allowed to do exercise, but you have to, of course, um, stay away from each other, like two meters. And yeah, and they, so I think they planned it until the twentieth of April, which is in. One week, mm-hmm. I think, and then they will do another announcement if it will be if there will be any changes. And they also said if there will be changes, it, so it will not be like okay, now everything is back to normal again. So it will be like in in steps, like maybe the the schools are open again, but uh, bars and discos will still be closed. It will be like in small baby steps. Mm-hmm. Now the. Um is in Germany, it's my understanding that it's pretty open um, for um, queer people in Germany. Is that correct? Yeah, it's correct. I mean, my husband and I, we got married in 2018. And that was also the first year, I think also the first month or the second month, where it was um, finally legal to uh, marry, uh, to a man marry a man or a woman marry a woman. So -hmm. before we had uh, something called like a legal partnership, but it was mm-hmm. not equal to the marriage. So, yeah, we were one of the first persons, at least in Nuremberg, um, to get married. Ah, and so how did... So, so, so if you, yeah, I mean, 2018 is not that far ago. And compared to other countries, I think like South Africa, I think it was legal forever. Like, I think they never had a period where it wasn't illegal ah, I, didn't really, I guess that makes sense I, I, in, I their, so. in their yeah. constitution in their constitution after apartheid ended i think they definitely had enshrined a lot of rights well i know they enshrined a lot of equal rights for everybody but i did not know that about marriage that's a very good um, um point to raise what's the what's your sense of how um gay people in nuremberg or in germany in general are faring through all of this I mean, when I talk about my friends, most of them, I think, are fine and are able to work from home. And their companies are really understanding of the situation and 
um, just closed their main offices and told everybody to work from home and really made the work from home thing easy for them. Um, but I think, I mean, not of my close friends, but I heard from um, a couple of people, like if you have a, a, a gay bar or if you're a DJ or if you organize parties, I mean, those people are really affected. The government is doing a great job, though, to give those people like loans or money to keep them like going, and they made it really easy. Like not not with big paperwork. It's just they get the money really quick. But I mean, of course, it affects your business if you, especially if you are like a new small business and you finally have your, your like foot in the door, and then this happens. I mean, you basically have to start all over again. So. Right, right it can be like really bad for some people i'd be curious if like you yourself or your friends if you guys are you guys look at what how america is uh, doing during this crisis and what are your reactions to how you know our government is responding how we're responding to the coronavirus i mean to be honest most of the, the news we you see in Germany or I think in Europe um, about how America is dealing with it. It's mostly bad headlines about Trump, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it's like with everything that's going on. I mean, he, I think he's just making uh, great headlines <laughs> to fill the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't really um, know anything like, I mean, I read stuff about um, how you're dealing, and some of it is um, pretty similar to uh, Germany. But then also, I think um, it's like in the different states, it's um, so it's not um, the same rule for every state. It's really different there, right? So, like, very different. Yeah. 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 So, you have to self quarantine in LA, I think. Yeah. But in New York, it's, it wasn't for like weeks after LA, right? It was yeah, it's about a, about a week after I think yes, and some parts of the oh, okay. south of the U.S. they have nothing still. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's just, to me, <laughs> no, to us too. We're like, listen, stay home because we don't yeah. want to get we don't want to do well well here, and then some people from over there come over here and mess it up again. Yeah, that's true. But Germany is everywhere. Every everywhere in the country has the same order. Yeah, and they're all. Yeah. everybody's staying home. Yeah. Wow. So for a whole wow, Germany, wow. it's uh, the same rules. Yeah. So now you're spending more time at home with your husband, right? Yeah. True. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what is that like? Has that been a, has that been um, a fun thing, or has it been stressful at times? I mean, Monday to Friday, it's like he's working from home. So we kind of have to arrange like his zone and my zone, like where he's working and where I'm doing my thing. So yeah, um, everybody has their space. But like, I mean, it's so normally we both go to the gym, we, we do our stuff, but now we have to do or we we can do a lot more stuff together so it's quite nice so we we bought some gym equipment we're doing our um, online exercises which is a and I, I never did those online classes 
I don't know why I just prefer to go to the gym, but now I quite enjoy them. So it's uh, something I learned that it's just, that it's easy to work out from home. So it's mm-hmm. not that difficult. You just need a little equipment and then just watch the video and do what the lady or the gentleman says to do. So I mean, it's easy. And you can do I it wonder, with your husband or your boyfriend or whatever. I wonder, I wonder if there will be a, a big decline in gym membership after this because people are... So getting used to doing it online too, like either on Instagram or Zoom or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I personally, I think as soon as they say I can go back to the gym, I will go back to the gym. It's just, Mm -hmm. I just like going to the gym. But maybe I will do like on the weekends when I normally don't go to the gym, do some online classes with my husband rather than just stay on the sofa. (laughs) I'm, I find it hard to believe that you just stay on the sofa all weekend. You you strike me as someone who has a lot of fun and is, and is pretty social, and um, and goes out and and tries to be the and, and tries to find whatever fun there is in Nuremberg. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. But now it's so hard to go out and have fun, so <laughs> I have to put put all this energy in the gym classes online. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you, and you're also a, a big traveler. So tell me about Anchor's World, your kind of online persona and how that came about and some of your most, um, what you miss about not being able to travel. I mean, my husband and I have, like the biggest thing in common is, I guess, that we both love to travel and we try to stay the least amount possible at home and the <laughs> most time possible away. <laughs> um, and that's also why it doesn't really matter if the gay life is big in Nuremberg or not, because we, I mean, we go... If you can go to LA Pride or World Pride in New York, then that's your that's you can have this big memory for weeks and months. So that's, right. that's fine. Right. Um, of course, it's important to stay at home, and I get it all, but it's quite annoying also. If you, I mean, we had to cancel a trip. So right now, I would be in Bangkok. <laughs> um, oh, for Songkran. Yeah, pro- probably stuffing my face with pad thai. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, but I'm here, so that's um, annoying, but it has to be done. So now it's uh, Easter weekend, and I think I, I can't remember the last time we we were at home for Easter. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> normally so would be somewhere else. Right, right, and so it's a definitely an adjustment. And and your um, what do you love about traveling? What makes you want to makes you guys want to travel so much? I mean, I think it's all about making those great memories, meeting new people, um, learn about their culture, learn about the, the differences and learn to understand them. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, we love food. <laughs> and I mean, there, there are so many places like Vietnam or Thailand um, where they make these delicious um, dishes. And I mean, it's just great to try new stuff. Food-wise or or activity-wise or, as I said, just meet new people. Because everyone has, like, this amazing story to tell. And, yeah, it's just good to look outside your box and just learn new stuff. Do you find yourself looking back at old travel pictures or videos or or, or going online and searching for stuff from, like, Thailand or Bali or whatever else to kind of to give you somewhat of that experience yeah definitely so i definitely looked back on old photos um also because like 
I want to post something on Instagram, but there's nothing <laughs> um, really going on right now, rather than like just the home workouts and the baking and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, you kind of have to look for throwbacks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely look back and um, we also discussed where we want to go back maybe this year or next year. Right. And also we did some planning to like what we can do after the whole Corona thing is over. Yeah. And then what, speaking of social media, one thing that I think has benefited from this is TikTok. I feel like a lot of people who may not have done TikTok before are now on it. And um, have you? True. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you, and you, you joined that, you joined TikTok recently, haven't you? Yeah. Just, I think two weeks ago or something. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're bored at home. There's nothing to do. You see all these fun videos um, from other people on TikTok. And then I, I think I had TikTok on my phone for like a year, maybe, or maybe longer. But I never, I was never like on the app or I never did anything. I never even watched anything. I just downloaded it one time and then just forgot about it. Right. But now, I mean, it's just a fun thing to do when you're just at home. I mean, make a funny video. Maybe you make some people laugh. <laughs> right. And at least you make you make yourself laugh and have and have something that's to true, do yeah. for that time period while you're doing it. Yeah. So true. speaking of speaking of a laugh and a little bit of fun, we have a game we like to play on Quarantine and Chill, and I simply call it a game because it's not necessarily a game. There's no prize, um, but it's more like it's called "What Would You Do," and I'm going to give you a scenario. And then if there's no you, prize, I'm not doing it. <laughs> uh, okay, so the prize. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I gotta figure out. A, I gotta figure out a prize. A way, a way to make it more, more like a game that way. Um, so, um, so you ready to play? Yeah. So let's say that you were not married, mm-hmm. and you and your husband were planning to get married um, on April fifteenth. Now, okay. obviously, there is a stay-at-home order, but yeah. you could decide to do it virtually, or you could decide to postpone it. What would you do? I would definitely cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean, first of all, I want all my friends and family around me. I wanted to. I want to be. I wanted to be this like big celebration, and I also kind of wanted to be about me <laughs> um, <laughs> i mean you, you want to wear like your fancy outfit and you want like yeah. all these pictures and everything and yeah i would definitely postpone it just to have this like so we have this great memory of our um wedding day we have like the videos and the pictures and all these like memories of drinking and having fun and dancing and um yeah and i i wouldn't want to miss this for the world so yeah i would definitely postpone it you know, I wonder, I wonder, I think I would do the same thing if I was in those shoes. Because I, for the same reason, I want, I love a party. You know, and I feel like a wedding, it really is also about the joining together of two families is, yeah. is, or, or like two communities. It's not just about the couple of getting married, but it's really about these two worlds coming together and saying, we're going to support you and being together in this union. And if it doesn't feel the same if it's all virtual. Yeah, true. Citizens, what would you do in a scenario? You can go to our Quarantine and Chill Facebook page. Let us know right now. You can also post it to your Instagram story or on Twitter. Just make sure to add us or to use the hashtag Quarantine and Chill. We'll share it.
but uh, uh, people are having to grapple with that problem, not just for weddings, but for funerals, even childbirths. Like from what I from what I've been reading, a lot of hospitals, um, at least in the U.S., I was curious if it's the same in Germany. A lot of hospitals, when a woman goes into labor, they are not allowed to bring anybody else else with them into the hospital. That's the same in Germany. I think it is. Yeah, a friend of mine recently. Um, gave birth to um, a little boy and I think her family um, to this day never met um, the baby because of oh the gosh. coronavirus. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Which is, I mean, of course they have pictures and video calls and everything, but yeah. So I think yeah. I, I can imagine that it is quite um, hard for like the grandmother or the granddad to not see the grandchild. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I also... I mean, she didn't tell me that, but I, I think maybe for uh, a new mother or a new father, it's quite nice to have some time to like just with a baby. So they can't go outside, no friends, no visitors. So maybe, I mean, you always have to like take the positive thing. So maybe that's one positive thing with that comes with this crisis. So, right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I think about it that way. Yeah. Cause you're right. Cause they have more time to really bond as a family, um, that's, that's a really good point. So kind of moving on from what would you do? Thank you for playing. Um, I would, you mentioned that you were working out, um, you're, you got the gym equipment and you and your husband are doing workout classes together from online. What else are you doing to stay sane or healthy and in good shape? Um, yeah, definitely the working out part is a, a big part of it because I mean, it's one of the, um few things you can do at home okay. so um yeah we try to cook together work out together and then also we try to do at least one hour of outdoor activity as we like to call it um mm. so either cycling or walking or just like wandering or wandering around or even i mean i think even grocery shopping is like a big activity now because you just yeah go outside yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, you, at least you you see people of course you stay away from them but you just you see them and it's like ah oh, other people <laughs> um yeah so that's like what we do and then as i said before i mean the baking and i think it's just also for me or for us it's a little bit harder to stay on your diet so, so, so since the whole corona thing it's just i'm a whole lot more hungry Hamburger. Oh, I'm just bored and I want more food. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, same thing. I find myself all the time. It's like, oh, let me just go in the kitchen and see what I have. <laughs> yeah. And and I have more food in my apartment than I ever have in my entire life, probably. Not my entire life. Same. My entire my entire adult life. Because normally I'm always traveling like you. So I don't want to have a lot of food here. But now I have like tons of food. I'm like, oh, let's try that. Oh, chips. Oh, I'll make like I made this a pot roast the other day in my crock pot. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> let me and so I'm like, let me do this, let me do that. Yeah, talking about shopping, um, is it like like in Germany? There was this toilet paper crisis. Did you yes. have to, have the same thing yes. in LA? We we still do. Oh, still. Yes, I I can't find it. Whenever I mean, I I use Instacart when I when I shop, but. For the entire month, I've not been able to get any of it whenever I try to, to get some. So I think, uh, so it's basically, so shopping wise, it's basically 
back to normal here. So they have toilet paper again. They have um, like pasta and I th so like two weeks ago or maybe longer, it was like there was no toilet paper, no pasta and like everything like the the meals in a uh, in a in a tin like the ah, ravioli, mm -hmm. ravioli or whatever mm -hmm. yeah it was like the three things that were gone but now they're back well now now the hard thing to find are um eggs um, eggs oh really eggs eggs yes eggs. people are, are they're hoarding eggs and a friend of mine <laughs> i don't know a friend of mine went to like two or three stores the other day And he finally got some. Like, oh my gosh, you got extra for me. <laughs> <laughs> and even for toilet paper, a neighbor of mine, um, she has some extra toilet paper and she needs to print something. And, it, and I printed it for her. So as a gift, she gave me a roll of toilet paper wrapped up. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It's, it's so cute. <laughs> I have like a, a similar story. Um, the lady that lives um, one block, uh, one um staircase above us mm -hmm. um she she talked to me in the morning i saw her in the morning and the on the staircase and she was um she had like three bags of food and i um asked her if i can um, ca um carry them to her uh, flat because she, she she can barely walk she has this little um i don't know what you call it in english like just oh, like a, um, a walker kind of a thing yeah like okay. like a walker yeah yeah mm -hmm. and I did that and she was like, ah, oh, yeah, I, I was shopping now and the only supermarket I can go to is the one across the street because I can't really work. Um, and then she told me, yeah, but there was no toilet paper and she tried like three times and she she, she has no toilet paper left. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then um, I was on my way to go to shopping and then I went to a different supermarket and they had toilet paper and then um, I bought uh, like a big pack. And then I never, I gave it to her and I never saw someone so happy um, <laughs> over toilet paper. She was like, oh my God, it's so nice. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's just toilet paper, but yeah. And I was like, the simple, it's, cra it's crazy. It's, it is super crazy. I, I, mean, I definitely think this time period after this is over is going to make us appreciate the small things a lot more than we do now. Hi, citizens. For today's wellness tips, go to the Quarantine and Chill Facebook page. You can even leave some of your own. And so what do you what do you hope that you yourself um, or we as a society take away from all of this after it's all over? I mean, I think just to take a step back, um, like work wise or just just to slow everything down. I mean, before we, we all thought it, oh, it's never been possible to cancel this or cancel that or to work from home or there are so many things that we all saw that were never possible because we have to go to the office or we have to do this we have to do that but now we all see that everything is possible <laughs> like you can work from home right. you can work out from home you can do this you can do that and just to i think this is a big learning experience for everyone for the i mean for the offices or the big companies but also for every employee i mean there, i think there's a hopefully um there are a lot of changes coming out from this do you feel that some of those people who are realizing that these things are possible and they're doing it now in germany do you think they will continue doing that in some way shape or form after this is over i mean that's a hard thing to say um So there are only like two ways this can go. <laughs> Either 
one once um, Angela Merkel says um, crisis is over, um, everyone goes back to normal, or maybe um, everyone is like um, doing some changes, and maybe mm -hmm. they will. Um, everyone will take like a little bit of the of learning experience. But I mean, it's it's hard to say. I guess we have to wait and see. Do you think there will be a? Uh, do you think that the the small gay community in Nuremberg will be the same after this? Do you think the the gay clubs will survive there, or 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 do you think that? Have you heard about other gay clubs in other parts of Germany being on the verge of going out, or other gay businesses on the verge of going out of business? I mean, especially in Nuremberg because the gay scene is so small. I guess there will be no problem because. Of course, there are still a lot of gays in Nuremberg, mm -hmm. so they they don't have a lot of um, like clubs um, to go to. So if there's this one club <laughs> opening again, then everybody will right. go back. <laughs> right. So you have this choice, so, or you have this. Choice. Yeah. What do you yeah, like? Yeah. 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 So mm -hmm. there are basically no choices. So I think they will be fine. And if they will do like maybe more parties than before in the first couple of months, I think there will be like it would be okay or maybe charge a little bit more or whatever. So mm -hmm. I don't see any problem here in Nuremberg, but maybe in like Berlin or, or somewhere where, it's, where they have like, where they have like lots of gay bars and um, gay clubs and whatever. I mean, in Berlin, they have everything. <laughs> everything, <laughs> um, everything. <laughs> maybe it's a little bit more difficult because like, because of the, um, because they have so many clubs, maybe some of them are struggling, especially the smaller ones or the yeah. new ones. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have I have such fond memories of celebrating my 30th birthday in um, Berlin. It was <laughs> a tragic mess, but but it was <laughs> so much fun. Um, question for you, uh, last question for you. Where can people find you um, online and on the socials? if they want to follow you and see your workout videos or your TikTok videos or whatever else? Um, uh, on Instagram, it's Anchors World. Or I also have a blog, which I'm... Um, I mean, I'm using this whole working from home and crisis thing to do a new blog, which will uh, be online soon. Um, mm -hmm. Also on my Instagram. Yeah. So. And what's the blog going to be about? <laughs> uh, about traveling. Mm -hmm. um, so... I, since we we started traveling so much, so I, before I never really read any blogs, but now with the whole traveling, it's the other gay travel blogs are really useful to like when you first time in Vietnam. Of course, you want to know how is the gay life there, mm -hmm. uh, where to go, where are the gay clubs, where are the gays hanging out, um, and I thought since we doing quite a lot of traveling, why not share our experience? So maybe we so. The, the things that we find helpful, maybe some people um, can use our information as well. So, mm -hmm. no, that's a smart idea. I think a, a lot of people are definitely taking the time to um, like tap into their creativity and to, um, you know, but it, it, it's okay if people don't. But I think for many people like you and I, it's like having this creative outlet is um, helpful. Like for me with this yeah. podcast, um, it just kind of started, I was talking to some friends around the world, mostly related to some work things, like trying to reschedule some trips for clients, um, trying to cancel trips for clients, and trying to reschedule trips that I have planned for group things. And 
when the prophets would talk about how they were experiencing um, the zombie apocalypse, as I call it. <laughs> and, and, and it was interesting to see what was similar and what was different. And so I said, oh, interesting. And rather than kind of um, wallow in this misery about how this has affected my business, I thought, well, let me just start a podcast and kind of capture these stories. Because I think a lot of people I was talking to happen to be LGBT. And there are, and there are a lot of similarities. And I think that our community is um, often portrayed in a very narrow way and yeah. very like kind of very one-sided. But I think we, well, I know that we are, um, you know, we're a part of every facet of life and we are, um, and we are, and as a result, we're experiencing this crisis in a very unique way, but we're also helping to um, bring joy to, um, to bring solutions, to bring um, help um, and the, at the same time. And I want to kind of capture that. So thank you for being a part of the quarantine and chill experience for today. And until next time, everyone, have a good day. Gracias. Toda oba. ni. Obrigado. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Quarantine and Chill, a creation of yours truly, Vincent Jones and Citizen Jones Travel. Much love to the amazing Ben Salk who produces, edits, and makes all the music for the podcast. If you love this episode, please like and leave positive comments on the podcast platform of your choice. You have no idea how much that helps us. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where you can learn more about today's guests and get any resources mentioned in the conversation, as well as connect with other citizens in the quarantine and chill community. Until tomorrow, this is Vincent Jones reminding you to wash your hands. That's quarantine and chill. Chill. Chill.